It never, never stops. I don't know if they're going to get dizzy. I think John's going to get dizzy. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. You are now listening to Portals. Oh, that was so beautiful. Good job, everyone. Oh, that, that was a real cutoff at the right point. <laughs> that was you a see, really it just good hit the peak, and then when that was it, we, look, we're sinking in. They I'm practicing my beatboxing for I heard up, it. up and coming album. Yes, oh, it was a little bass in that one. I like yeah. that one. Oh, okay. Oh, my yeah. Lord. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm listening. Thank you. So, I am your host, Danise, and joining me is Torque Leadership with Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hello. Pastor Tony Cassis. Hi. And. Dr. Dr. Robin Cassis. (laughs) Hi, guys. Gotta have fun with it. Yes, you gotta switch it up. I can't outdo that. (laughs) (laughs) Just let you know, I can't outdo that. So we just want to say hello, Spotify and Anchor and all the other platforms that you are on. We are also live right now on our Facebook as well. I just got to... Give a little shove out, uh, shout, out. Sh- shout out here to Christy Faith that <laughs> told me to tell you keep practicing. <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Dad, Dad keep have, practicing. I have a very committed uh, following on on Spotify mm-hmm. and, yeah. and all the other platforms. Right. I think my our sales are going to be really good. I'm trying to tell you, we have all these yeah. people just joining in from all these different countries. Look at that. Uh, as a, uh, as I think we might buy Uh-oh. some of them, okay, <laughs> just to make them feel good. Okay, we appreciate Look, free. Listen, I'm all for giving you some auto tune and putting you on the Collide album. Listen, yeah, give them lots it. of auto tune. Yeah, yeah I'm oh, record deal. Pastor. There you go. I'm telling you, you're gonna you have auto tune. Make your okay. sales. Anybody skyrocket. sounds good with auto tune. Wow, wow. Even all of us. I was gonna say, even the devil sounds good with auto. Jesus, don't go there. Actually, oh, actually, he sounds good with when no I was when I was no growing tune. up. No, yes, that's can I, better. Can I just say quickly? I'm looking at this, ama- John. You're doing amazing. I like this up close and portals feel. Look at the camera so work that I John's like it doing. Too, John. it's, it's like people. <laughs> it's like people are actually with us. Oh wow. <laughs> Come you can't sit with see us. That. Yeah, it's like you're literally sitting next to me and I'm rubbing my prophetic shoulder on yours. That's how Portal started. Wow. Oh I, was, I was going to say auto-tune when I was growing up wow. meant somewhere where you tuned up your car. Well, it doesn't mean that today. <laughs> Where's my crickets? There was no response then, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I tell you, no, we gotta you got crack up. We gotta crack up. The Australian audience will understand that one. Listen, you you gotta you gotta. Australia help us. You gotta get a hold of your daughter. She said even even Will's impressed with your beatboxing. It's wow. <laughs> pretty good. Um, anywho, yeah, okay, come back, go, come, come back the on track. Come back on track. We have the subject at hand. <laughs> Is yeah. Let let's get on to the subject. Yes, because we don't want to have any delay yeah, in this so one. This one's really why good. Don't, why don't we just mention the name of it, right? So that we give them yeah. a, a, a preview. But we do want to tie it in with yes. Last so week, because last week and this subject do tie in with the sermon. 
Yes. That we had that. We sort of had a mini portal, I wouldn't say. Yes. It's not a portal. It's it's sort of like a teaching style that we're adapting. Where yes. We, oh, we, um, Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, where we make it more conversational. Yeah. And I think that we're yeah. going we're gonna to do this also. People seem to really the, like it. With the SRA conference. Yeah. People well. seem to like it. Yes. And so may, maybe even with mine. Good. So that, you know, it's it's a flavour. It's different. Instead of doing the, the normal thing of standing up behind a pulpit and just speaking, we're going to make it interactive. Right. So for our listeners, um, tonight we are touching a different subject, but, um, you know, usually we tie in our Portals podcast with the Sunday service um, conversation yeah. in this regard. Um, but we are going to give you a, just a snippet of our recap of our Sunday service before we introduce a totally new topic. Yeah. Okay. Go First for segment, it. We'll, we'll try to keep it with like the next five minutes because then we'll go to a break and we'll bring in the, the real portal topic, which yeah. is for such a time as this, kill it before it kills you. And mm-hmm. I think this is a refreshing yeah. having it. But Pastor time. Tony was bringing out, um, we named the sermon No More Anger Management, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Pastor Tony was bringing out from the Holy Spirit. So I'll let him... I'll just give you the overview and then I'll let you bring out some of the um, important points that you were making. Sure. You need to have the camera now look at me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. Wow. So, Pastor you, you seem to be favouring that side, <laughs> cameraman. <laughs> what is it? Partiality? Yes, partiality. <laughs> so, um, back, back on subject, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Robin had a powerful dream a week ago. And God was uh, revealing to us that certain things need to be at a certain level, at a certain standard regarding uh, our, our interaction and our involvement in the recovery of people who've suffered from satanic ritual abuse. Um, did you want that mentioned, Pastor? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, please do. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, to our surprise, our, our viewing and listening audience, um, I mean, I would have thought of many other things that may have been um, a legal um, sort of stronghold on Talk New York, but the Lord in his wisdom hit it right on the target, and it was anger, all right? So Very powerful. The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit wanted our church to no longer make excuses for the little bouts of anger that we manifest with, Mm. Whether it's frustration or judgment or retribution or payback or even rejection, they all go hand in hand. And so on Sunday, we sat at the front like a panel, I suppose, and Mm -hmm. we began discussing how anger has become really something that's no longer clearly discerned because we've, we've sort of accepted it as part of our personality. I think mm. it's part of our character and our personality and maybe your weakness, but um, I I think that we, we realised and we talked about it that the scriptures speak about anger quite yeah. strongly. Yeah. And it's it's not a weakness that God is saying. Mm. If he says don't let the sun go down on your anger and your wrath, then you need to know that's not just a weakness. Mm. When God says, don't let, that's a command. Yeah, well, yeah. It's actually that's one of those, command. It's one of those areas where the Apostle Paul and, and James, the Lord's brother, sort of always connect to giving the devil place. Mm. Yeah, that's I powerful. mean, we give dev- the devil place in sin in general, but in, in, these, in this particular area, 
both the apostles say, don't give the devil place with your anger. Mm. Mm. There seems to be some kind of a direct link with getting angry and giving the devil place. And I wow. think, think that's what happened with Jesus. Right. You can hit that. Yeah, thank you. That's what happened with Jesus when he was dealing with um, Peter. Right. What he, he didn't just um, casually cut off his ear. He didn't casually do that. God, or in, in this one we'd say the Lord, had to put the ear, heal it again because mm. Peter was angry. Mm. You see? So how did the Lord deal with Peter? Get thee behind me, Satan. Ooh, you know, that's but, true. You know, and so it is right. It is, it is a part of entertaining the devil. With anger. Oh, so you're referring to in the garden when he the cut garden. off. The garden. Peter cut off the servants here. I mean the servants here, yes. Yeah. And that was an act of anger, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. it was. Sort and how did, how did Jesus deal with it? Retribution, definitely. How did he deal with it? He wasn't sort of, uh, uh, you know, manifesting in other ways. This was just sheer anger. Don't you do that sort of thing, you know. And then... To the servant, and Jesus had to clean the mess up. Yeah, and mm. so Jesus then rebuked the devil through Peter. Mm. Mm. And so anger is tied up with death. Oh. It's tied up with paralysis. <laughs> no, it's it. tied up with having no love, having no life. Mm. My Jesus. gosh! Also, with oh. the giving place. We talked about it on Sunday, how that it's actually giving the enemy room into the throne room of heaven to accuse that person, the Lord, right. and, you know, the brethren. Yeah. Because Three you're literally, places. you know, um, the apostles say giving place. Yep. You know, so you're giving a position to the enemy that has been um, taken away from him through the blood of Jesus. Yep. And we said on Sunday, and I would encourage our listeners, um, they can listen to that message yes. if they want to listen to the message. They can watch it on YouTube, but uh, also listen to it if they're not able to have an internet connection and they want to like listen to it for later on. Download it on, on the Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever, and then play it back without an internet connection. So that's a great resource too. But yeah. um, what I think is powerful is that... Giving place. Yeah. Mention when we that. said giving place, it was like... You, an open invitation for the enemy to walk in to the throne room yeah. because the illusion that he can be in there, you know, we've talked on the Portals podcast before about that being totally false because the blood of Jesus has forever disconnected him from the ability to go before the throne room and accuse, but mm -hmm. he, he goes in through us. So right. we give him place. We're the ones that give him place. Yeah, so, right. we, so we take him in there. We said that on Sunday night. We It's like we invite him in when we allow anger it's like we say right you can come into the throne room and rather than the holy spirit speak you know good things about that person yeah. to me now i'm going to be challenged with the war between the accuser and the holy spirit so it's literally giving him a place like i think we need to get that visual it's not just a nice way of saying it it's an actual i think process. that's a really good statement yes. i remember if sorry. I may, sorry, Shanae, mm -hmm. there's, that coin has two sides. Yeah, I know. You yeah. can give the devil place before the throne, but you can also give the devil place in, in your heart. You. Yeah. yeah, but let's talk about giving place 
before the throne. You see, the devil can't go into the presence of God unless we give him place. That's what he was saying. And being in the presence of God in the throne room is very precious. And then to have the enemy able to go in and stand in a place to accuse God, accuse man and accuse yourself, that's the place we give him. You see, he, he does not have the authority to go in there anymore. That was gone, finished. Mm. So now we take him in there and give him place to come and be the accuser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. that's all because very of true. anger. I think mm. it's why that's so important because I know uh, it's very important to giving him place in yourself. But I think because we've been for so long now really emphasising authority and taking that authority and Mm. standing against the enemy and if we can get that visual of giving place that's literally giving your authority away Mm. you know and so on the back of all the other portals that we've done like you know eyes closed has to go um like you know fill the void yeah that's all about standing in your own authority right and so when i was listening to you teach on sunday and as we were portaling on the stage the Lord really hit me with that. He's like, you're giving him place before me that he hasn't been given. Mm. But yet you give it to him because you hold on to anger, to justify, to have rights, whatever. But it's literally, you know, talking about putting him in a high place that is not given to him. Uh, that and that's why we have, have to cast him down. And yeah, it's illegal, you know. He shouldn't have that high place. Very, it's very, yeah, very important. To I had a, a visual that Sunday, and just before we go to break as well, about him being our prosecuting attorney yes. standing right next to you. He's not yes. defending you. He's actually prosecuting you, and you brought him in. So you have two things standing against you, yourself and the enemy. Yeah. And I remember, like, it hit home so much when you guys were saying that. Like, the anger was a choice. Mm-hmm. That I think that one stuck me. Very good. Yeah. Right there. So the thing was, Pastor, um, we're not going to actually talk about the anger tonight. No, 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 we're about to go on break. But we, we discussed many areas mm-hmm. that make people angry. You know, you get angry sometimes when someone cuts you off on the road. You yeah. get angry that you're not valued or respected or your voice isn't being heard. There were so many reasons why... People got angry. Now, the, one of the key things that we we sort of uh, pinpointed on Sunday was it's impossible to stop feeling angry. Okay? Yeah. Yes, I'm just to removing our, a cushion. To our listening cushion. audience, mm-hmm. anger, Thank the emotion you. of anger will, this is good. Will, will probably come every day. It's, it's what we do with the anger yeah, yeah, emotion. Yeah, yeah, get into this. That's yeah. good. Because the scripture says, be angry but don't let the anger lead you to the next step, which is sinning. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so like like I mentioned, you're on the road, you get cut off. The natural reaction is you get frustrated, you get angry, but then you don't want that to turn into road rage. Yeah. You have to make a decision right there and then, let it fly, just go with the flow. You know, you're alive, you're safe by the grace of God. So this is the key. We're giving the enemy place when we go the next step. Mm. We're angry, but now we're getting aggressive. Remember we talked about aggression. Yes. Anger Mm. can lead to aggression, and aggression is the thing that leads to sin. I think anger Uh. can... 
I think anger that one. can lead to a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's, very, it's very detrimental for you because the other person, they're going to walk out of it. If you're angry with someone, they're going to walk out of it, but you're still angry. Stop. So you're stuck in it. But I wanted to bring up about anger being um, a situation where uh, we, we blame somebody and we say, you made me angry. Mm. Well, it's a choice. Anger is a choice. Mm -hmm. Nobody makes you do anything. You make yourself do it. Mm. It's a choice. Right. Um, Jesus is the prime example. We're always going back to Jesus. When they did what they did to him, he just told the Father, forgive them, for they know not what they wow, do. that's powerful. They know not what they do, Father, so forgive them. And so uh, he, he showed no anger. Yeah. Wow. Only, yeah. only angry thing was to do with righteous anger when they were, uh, you know, doing things with the money changers in the temple. And that was because it wasn't about him. That mm -hmm. was because it was about God's work. That wasn't about him. Anger's about us. Yes. <laughs> it's about someone. But when the Lord had anger, mm. that righteous anger, it was about the Father's work. Nothing mm. to do with him. Mm. Very so, good. You know. Do you know, do you know, do you know that, that whole account of him cleaning out the temple, the word anger is never used. I was going to say, yeah. Yep. We, we take from that that Zeal, he was angry. Actually, yeah. the word zeal is used. Yeah. Yeah. Zeal of your house has consumed me. Oh, wow. Uh, but That's good. You know, so that most people understand it, we call it righteous anger. Yeah. yeah. Or righteous indignation. Yeah. Yes. We could say that. Righteous And righteous anger, to sum it up, again, guys, if you want to listen to more, because we could talk about anger all yes. night, <laughs> but we have to go into the next Starting subject. Angry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to sum it up, Go again to YouTube, go to Spotify, search Talk Message of the Week and you'll be able to get it. But what Pastor just said is the main key. Anger is all about you. Righteous yeah, anger is. is all about the Lord. God. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> God's Summary. <laughs> Point blank. Take it. Bam. Bam. Well, guys. Bam, bam, man. We're going to go to a quick break. You might be angry about it, but that's okay. <laughs> Take it to the Lord. You can watch more and get the full story, get the full picture. And we'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome to the Portals Podcast with Dr. Robin Cassis and with Annie Shanae with, and with Pastor Nathan with, and with Pastor Tony Cassis. We'll see you soon. Dance along at home. Mm, mm, Little shoulder mm, shrug. Mm. Actually, I went to the gym, so my shoulders are a bit sore. <laughs> Shoulder pop. Okay, okay. We're going to turn it into a rap song soon. <laughs> Can I say it? Oh, gosh. Can I say it? What are you saying? It depends. I've got to say it because I've got to redeem it. Go. Karen. Who is we are having great WAP moments. Oh, no. no Worship no, no, no. and praise. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my. My talk New Yorkers Kaylin. would understand that. Uh -uh. 
We're having great what moments, worship and praise. I love those moments. Oh, well, we've got John yeah. Roman on. Pastor doesn't know what we're saying, so and praise I, God. I, I, I refused. <laughs> <laughs> Good. See, I stand with you on this one, Pastor. <laughs> I, I refused to join in because yeah. we're having so many people join us. Yeah, Look. praise God. Look, new people joining all the time. Yes. So that's Praise really Jesus. keeping <laughs> you very busy over there. Hey, Ash, very busy indeed. And Mike, I mean, and John, you're running everywhere mm. with the camera. We're really moving fast tonight. Oh, all Lord. right. Which brings S- us back to topic. Yeah, because we're on Spotify now. So yes. Rain us in. Come on, let me bring Alan. Uh, I'm going to bring the topic Go in. Go for it. Now is your cue. Uh, but you added to it. So we, w- we need to go to the book of Esther because we're going to talk about for such a time as this. Mm. What does that mean to that person out there? What does it mean? What does it mean? The, and then you added something <laughs> else. Oh, what? yeah, the second part is kill it before it kills you. Uh, wow, kill it. So for such a time as this, kill it before it kills you. Uh, can I just go get a bucket? No. Because <sighs> I'm already starting to need freedom. Yes. Yeah, well, it really means this. And it, it's why I believe the Holy Spirit gave this to me. Mm-hmm. Because we are in a time right now where we could question why am I in this place? Mm. Why am I in the middle of this mess? You know? Mm-hmm. Why am I being challenged maybe with my faith ah. and my, maybe even my security and my safety? Why? And so we have to look at the book of Esther to find out why she was there for such a time. And then we might find out why we're here for such a time. Mm. Well, everybody get your Bibles out because it's time mm. to figure out the time Walk in the that word. this is. So let's start from the beginning. Amen. Tell us so the story. How, how about you start the story yes. and, and you add in sure. your parts and then we'll go from there. Let's unpack. Well, um, I hope I do it justice because I'm I'm not fully aware of where the you know such a time of this message is going to take us tonight. Well, let's see as mm-hmm. the Lord leads. But the whole thing is we must come out with our eyes open mm-hmm. with a redemption, mm. and that's what um, Esther had to face. She had to have her eyes open. Mm. And then there had to be some form of redemption for her people mm-hmm. and herself. Now, we want to go into other things about why she was chosen at that time. Um, Mordecai, his part to play in this. Haman's part to play in this because it was, uh, um, I'd say, unfinished business that needed to be finished. Oh, yeah. So kill it before it kills you. Yeah. Yep. All right. So um, again, as the Book of Esther is our point of res- uh, reference here, it is such a rich uh, mm. portion of Scripture. There's so much in it. The name of God isn't mentioned at all in the entire book, but 
obviously the Lord is w- working behind the scenes. Yeah. But the term um, such a t- such a time of, uh, as this was coined by Mordecai mm. after Esther had been exalted to the queen of the uh, the Babylonian kingdom, right? And um, she was put into a position where her role in delivering the Jews was critical. That's right. And Mordecai had sort of hinted that all of the blessings and all of the positivity that had fallen upon Esther's life Mm. was a a divine um, sort of timing, divine grace. And Mordecai told his Even a divine position. Yeah. Mordecai was telling his niece that this is the very reason why God raised you up to yeah. become a deliverer, so to speak, for the Jews. But that she possibly could have been asking questions like, um, why now? What's this happening? How am I going to be able to help? This is a mess. Yeah. How do we get this to go where it should go, mm. God? And And... That's very, very close to what we're asking right now. Well, this is a very important question because, you know, uh, uh, such a time as this really implies that this is a destiny that was falling upon Esther. And when we say, you know, we're living in times right now Mm. and we, we would ask ourselves, is this the period of history that God has predestined us to be living in and the answer is an absolute yes mm. yes it is for this time Come such on. a time this time even though it looks dark it looks threatening yep you were born in a time where god knew your destiny would be fulfilled no matter how bad it looks yeah right there is a great redemptive grace that we as mm. the church when we understand that we were born for this time, we could really release that redemptive grace upon the whole world as, as Esther did yeah. in her world. Wow. And do you, so, so and, and do you know that uh, in this situation that uh, uh, we, if we get a hold of this, then we'll see this is the next move towards destiny. Yes. You have to be put in a time like this. Mm. You can't be yesterday. You have to be in a time like this mm. where everything around you is falling that you depended on. Oh, my gosh. Every single thing that you depended on has to fall away for such a time of this to happen. Mm. Yep. Uh, everybody the falling, out. Is, the falling is from God. Yeah. yeah. The falling apart is from God. Yeah. yeah. And like uh, again, your to world our, around just falling apart. To our viewing and listening audience, um, these last uh, series of events are re- unprecedented. Like we've never had a worldwide shutdown. Mm. Right now, we're talking about a, you know like a worldwide um, you know stopping of business. Uh, sometimes even people not leaving their homes, and this started on the period of Sabbath. Uh, 2020. Yeah, it was like the Lord was calling the entire world on a Sabbath, yeah. and He's kept it in this place of you know rest, mm. 
Uh, it's only really starting to open now. And we, I say it's the Lord. This is not the devil. This is the Lord. Come on. He's in control. And, and, and very often the Lord looks like he's not in control. Yeah. But like in the time of Esther, he was in complete control. If I may, Pastor, there's, there's been some historic moments where it looked scary. For instance, Noah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Noah was born for such a time as this. Mm. Yes. He was the only man that God, you know, poured out his grace on and he, he was not corrupted like the rest of the world. But think about the challenges Noah had to face. Yeah. There was not one relative of his and there was not anyone in the world that he was living in that remotely looked like they would, you know, love God or repent. Mm. That would have been a tough time. Yeah. But he was born for that time. And, yeah. You know, and, we're, and, and Jesus tells us that it's as in the days of Noah, so, shall it so be. will it be at the return of the Son of Man. Coming and of then the Son of Man. I think about the, the mm. great judgments in the Bible. Noah is the flood judgment. Mm. And then we had the precursor judgment on the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah mm. during the time of Abraham. Now, everyone would agree with me online that Abraham was born for such a time. Yet, he witnessed the judgment on the wicked, okay? And so here we are, not that we want to see the wicked judged, but we are, you know, seeing the preparation for the greatest judgment of all. I Mm. think we have to be ready to see. Uh, We have to be ready to see judgment. And this is why it gets... On on the wicked. Not us put judgment on them. But we have to be ready to see judgment on the wicked, which shows who God is. He he blesses the righteous and he judges. He has to judge because that's part of his character. But I wanted to go back to this such a time as this uh, and really take it apart a little bit and say... In, in certain situations in our, our lives, it would always brought something forward, like a time that we were going through, maybe creating and building faith. Mm. Uh, maybe it was, um, I don't know, love, mm. you know. But this, this, this meaning is tied up totally with destiny. And to have your destiny... Everything else around you yeah. that's holding you up has to fall down Ooh. and die, like Jericho. Oh my gosh! And uh, I think I think it would be safe in saying that these last uh, <laughs> these last six months we've had sorry, I got our faith gurgitate. challenged in every area. Yeah. Yes. Every area, like yes. you know, we've had to believe God to keep us sustained without work. Yes. You yeah. know, food uh, on the table, roof over your head, the rent paid, the mm. mortgage but this, paid. But this went more than just for God's people. I'm still people. on that last gem, sorry. That, oh. that, that's more than even God's Jesus. people. That's for, um, that's for everyone in the world. No one has the answer. No mm. one has the answer. And to get that which God has for you in the future, right, or even next day or just a little while ahead, right? Mm. Mm. You can't have an answer. Oh, my gosh. Because destiny is tied up God with God, only God knowing. 
Mm. No man knowing, mm. only God knowing. Oh, Lord. We've got to take a break. Yeah, we're going to take a quick Ooh, break. Geez. We're going to let that digest. Hi, John. Jonathan We're Sill. just giving a shout out to everyone wow. watching. I'm just a new guy. Hi, John. Jonathan. Hello, mate. Hello. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> Your mom is watching. Oh. Your mom watching? She in there oh. somewhere. You know. Wow, there I see. Yes, <laughs> yeah, look. Hello, mom. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hi, church. Pastor Nathan here. I would like to officially invite you to SRA Exposing the Lie. And what I'm about to talk about is very sensitive but needs to be addressed. Satanic ritual abuse, otherwise known as SRA, is not the most popular topic to talk about at church, but that is exactly why we need to talk about it. SRA is part of the devil's end-time plan to wound generations of people and gain control of their minds. Many believers have probably thought to themselves, is this stuff for real? Does this type of abuse really happen? Or is this all just a conspiracy? Well, the answer is yes, this is very real. There are many people who have been hurt and affected by this kind of sacrificial abuse, and they are living among us today. But it's all kept in the dark. To quote from the Satanic Code itself, the guarantee of our tomorrow is convincing the world that we do not exist. Wow. Church, we have to wake up and take responsibility and authority. For far too long we have turned a blind eye to the darkness and said, it's too much to handle. But God is asking us to respond like Isaiah and say, send me Lord, I'll go. This conference is an educational and equipping tool with an aim to arm the body of Christ and make her aware of the enemy's devices in this time and hour. Furthermore, we are now facing the fact that Satan doesn't want to hide in the dark anymore. He wants to be accepted as light and he wants to change the narrative of what truth really is. In this powerful three-day conference, we are going to expose the lie and the work of the enemy through satanic ritual abuse. Particularly, we are going to uncover the role that the church has played in turning a blind eye for so many years, as well as actively being involved in these activities through secret societies and groups. We will hear testimonies of survivors, both believers and non-believers alike, who have been born or brought into covens through generations and have made it out and are now sharing their stories. We will hear from experts and speakers that have spent over 20 years working with victims of SRA and investigating perpetrators and the people involved. We will also discuss the ultimate agenda of SRA and what its purpose is in being set up for the end times. Finally, we are going to discuss what healing for these victims looks like through freedom, healing and wholeness. How we can partner with them to see them totally set free and have all of their soul and mind restored to them. Dr. Robin is going to lead us through what our mandate as the church is to help those coming out of SRA and to reveal the Lord Jesus Christ to them, not as an imposter, but as their comforter, healer and saviour. This is not a conference for the faint of heart, but we encourage you to take up the call and let God use you and equip you to be a light in the darkness. The conference takes place Friday, October 2nd at 7.30pm and runs all the way through to Sunday, October 4th at 3.30pm. More information and all the details can be found at talk.org. This is totally free admission and so therefore we encourage you to take and invite as many people as you can so that we can make the body of Christ aware and armed. 
you can register at talk.org via the Talk app, or if you're not able to attend in person, watch it live via talktv.org. Let's open our eyes and stand in truth and the fear of the Lord so that when he asks us on that day, what did you do? We can confidently say we were a part of the solution and not the problem. Coming back. We don't want to leave it too long. We're on a top and a hot subject. Very, very hot topic. For such a time as this. You said something before the break that I think we just need to regurgitate. You said for destiny to take place, everything else around you has to be falling apart. Yeah. Can you I just explain a little bit more so I can process well, with Jesus? Well, the whole thing is... It's a destiny that he put you in, mm. so it can't be anything that you put you in. Mm. Oh, my God. We've been leading up to this conversation, guys. So We have, we have. We, we have been, if you've been following, I had to, you know, double tap that. If you've been following us for quite some time, we've been leading into the dying of self. Mm. So now this is full time. Full oh, stop. It's not actually even <laughs> dying of self. See, for such a time as this mm -hmm. means something different that you haven't done. Can I bring something in that ties no, in no, with no, that? No, no, no. before her gym, sorry. Can I bring something in that ties with that? Because <laughs> Go for it. her name wasn't Esther. Oh. It was Hadassah. Okay. But yet, to reach <laughs> destiny. No, no, don't. Don't. Get to where I'm reach going. It, yes. Mm -hmm. To reach where she had God had planted her covertly, she had to take on a covert name. Yeah. Mm. Which means she couldn't be anything that she was before. There we go. She couldn't be known as Hadassah. She couldn't be known as the Jewish girl. She was known as Esther, which was, you know, a more, you know, kind of pagan name. Mm -hmm. But yet I see that. Wow, okay, when the Lord wow. is stepping you into your destiny, mm. you can't take the name that you thought you were going to take with you. He's got to so, give you a covert name to slide you in there so that you don't get detected by the enemy. Mm. So this, I see, no. in, the, in the statement that we're making mm -hmm. is not about, uh, well, I've experienced that before. Yep. And I'm going to maybe experience it a bit better this time. Mm, okay. No. So when you make the statement for such a time as this, you, you're making a new statement. We're not saying, hey, uh, I've been through that one before. Got I've it. been through that. So when we turned around, when you turned around and said, uh, we're dying out, mm -hmm. the process. No, no, no. It's the falling away. Mm. of what needs to fall away. So if there's dead things hanging on, they need to fall away. Mm. Got it, got it, got you it. You get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm picking up what you put down. Yeah. <laughs> and just to go back to the name thing that's so important, what I feel the Holy Spirit is showing is the reason for that covert name is so that you're not detected by the enemy. Mm -hmm. So mm. the reason why you can't do it the way you've done it, the reason why you can't look the way you've looked, the reason why you can't speak the way you've spoken, you can't rely on yesterday's strategies. We talk about AI all the time. is because the enemy knows 
who you are and it's easy to pick out. Mm-hmm. See, when Esther went into the harem, they didn't know who she was. And they couldn't, and the enemy couldn't predict her. Yeah, and because she was disguised and she was hidden, you know, it wasn't until later where she stands before the king as his wife that she reveals that she's a Jew. You know, so they deliberately, Mordecai deliberately gave her a different name so so that she would remain hidden. And I think that the Holy Spirit wants us to understand that in this time of destiny, for such a time as this, some of us have been trying to walk into destiny with the same name mm. as yesterday mm. and the same behavior things that are attached to that name, the same emotions, the same, you know, mindsets, the same thinking process. But you've got to take on, in a way, a new identity. It's got to, everything's got to be new. Yeah. Everything's got to be like you haven't been there before. That, so that's you're getting yeah, it. You're really, getting what I'm saying. Yeah, that really speaks to me because you're getting what um, I'm the saying. The fact that she was given, you know, that covert name, and I love that word, like you know, um, covert name. If you want your destiny to be overt, you've got to have a covert name. Mm. And, and I think we've got to go covert. Mm. Christian spies all the way. And so. You know, um, being in the front line as a soldier, um, okay, you do a certain work. You do a certain work. But um, when you're a covert soldier, and I don't know too much Mm. about this, but you've got to go in and and suss out the atmosphere. You're doing something you hadn't done before. Mm -hmm. So you're now going to change position now. Mm -hmm. You're not that person that's in the front line where you can be predicted. Uh, All that now is, it seems to me, it's the Lord's work of taking out the prediction that the enemy can grab you with. Mm. You know, oh, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. That's his weakness. Um, and I th- feel very strongly that the Lord is taking the reins in this and saying such things. You don't know what they're going to do mm. Mm. because you don't even know what's going to happen on this earth. You're walking every day yourself trying to work out what I'm doing, devil. Mm. That's, that's the Lord saying that to, because the enemy cannot predict what is taking place in this world because every day there's a new narrative. Every day yeah. there's a new thing yeah. happening. And so it's like the enemy's predictive power is being falling away. And, and this is why I'm saying this thing is so important. So how do you feel about that, Pastor? It's a challenge. I'm, I'm just, you know, like absorbing <laughs> all that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason why it's unpredictable, and that is because if the Lord tells the church too much, oh, the, yes. the enemy yeah, gets a hold of it, and he knows what God's planning. And this is why Paul says if the principalities and the powers had known what, yeah, they would what never the Lord have done was it. doing, they would never have done it. So mm-hmm. this is why, and I must say, so many believers were caught unprepared for this Mm COVID-19 strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I mean, we didn't think it was going to be as prolonged, right? But God in his wisdom, uh, there were very little prophetic words about a shutdown. I mean, as we've said on previous portals, if some prophet or apostle got up and said, the whole world is going to shut down. It's going to shut down for this amount of time. We would have went, yeah, sure, right. Yeah, we're going to be wearing masks and yeah. the school's going to close. But that that's not even the thing here. It's more to do with 
the Lord taking away the ability to predict, predict. The, the next move. Yep. Yeah. So therefore, if that's the case, then what replaces taking away prediction is destiny. Mm-hmm. And the, therefore, if you want to be, um, if you want the enemy not to be able to predict you, you've got to be undetectable. Yep. So a lot of us as Christians want to go into destiny being detectable, being uh, seen. We can't be detectable. Oh known. my gosh. And we get, this is where I come in because I've gone through it myself. We blame God because we're not seen and we're not known. But it's the thing that of being undetectable that will make you the most detectable in the end and mm. give you the most favor. But we think the undetectable is, you know, not the cool thing because nobody knows our name and we, we, you know, well, I'm not up there. I'm not fulfilling my prophecy. I'm not fulfilling my words. You know, I see all the people around me. Come on, let's talk about it. That I compare my life with that are being detectable, that are being seen. But what pastors just said is so important. If you don't want to be seen by the enemy, then you've got to allow God to make you undetectable for a season. Mm. And then when destiny kicks in, you can become detectable for the right reason. Yeah, that's you know, good. That's you've got to be unseen by people, but that is a protection to be unseen by the enemy. Because if you were seen by people the way you wanted to be seen, you would also Ooh. be seen by the enemy the way that he would want to see you. And, and, and that reminds me... That's a word. ...of the enemy being not able to see when, when the hearts of God's people were being circumcised before they went in, right, at Gilgal. They came to a place called a place of change. Yep. Before they hit the big wall, they had to have a change. Mm-hmm. Now, with getting circumcised in their bodies, therefore they were vulnerable to um, the enemy coming in. So what did the Lord do? He just put his hand up and he kept them at the enemy at bay right. until the healing had taken place. So when the enemy put his hand up mm. or put his hand over, no one can be seen mm. until the Lord finally says, this is the destiny. And it's not just our destiny because we're a part of the destiny of this earth. Yeah. And so he declares, this is the destiny of the land. Yeah. Mm. And that's really important to think about. Yes. The psalm says he hides me in the shadow of his wings, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that the enemy has been telling us that God wants to hide us, Mm. but not hide us in or hide us from. Just put his hand over See, we always focus on, oh, he's hiding me from the world. No. He's not letting them see me. No. Right. He's hiding you in himself. So he's not ready. And he's hiding you from the enemy. And mm. he's not ready to reveal you. Mm-hmm. So he'll put his hand over you until he's ready to reveal you. Yep. And so like Esther, he, he hid her. Yep. Even in the king's palace, he hid her. And Esther was hidden until that time. So this is a really important subject because timing is is of the essence, right? Esther, Esther's timing was impeccable, like mm-hmm. it was perfect. But she would have been tempted to reveal herself a lot earlier because Haman was already on the warpath. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So, Pastor, this is a big question. Now, there are, there are pockets of resistance from the church now where they're openly challenging 
the status quo. So we have to ask and and really seek the Holy Spirit. What sort of things are you referring to well, challenging? Well, you know, where there's there's a defiance in a sense of um, certain restrictions. Is it um, wrong for physical restrictions? Yeah. masks or well, pro, um, worship, uh, wor- public worship. Uh, um, you know, going to rallies and so forth like that. Well, letting people know that we're Christians and letting it be known publicly out loud. And so, again, is this the time of that? Is, is, is it such a time where the Lord wants the church to stand up or is he still saying, no, hang on a second, not just yet. Don't, don't well, the challenge the is she was put early. in place. She was put in place, mm-hmm. Right. She was put there in that place and she had to wait for that day. Mm. Yeah, there's a maximum impact. And if she had gone before that, Mm. the maximum impact wouldn't have happened. So Mm. that, again, it brings us to this point where we have to ask. The heart of Haman had to come out. Okay, but again, it brings us to this place where is it is now the time for the church to stand up? That's the big question. Um, look, it, a, look it, around. Is it timing now for the church to be? Then I then my challenge is on. Look around, look around and see what you see, and then ask the question: Is this the time? Is this the time mm. for the church to come forward? Or is there panic? All sorts of things. Fears, missing out. Is this the time? There is a special time. There is a time, as it says, such a time as this. She, she was there for that. Mm-hmm. But she had to be led by the Spirit because the whole scene had to be set up. It had to be set up. Mm. It had to look like there was no way out. And if we're still finding a way out. Oh, that's good. Uh, you I'll know leave what? That I'm going to leave it right there. You know what? We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to take a, just answer a, some questions. a quick break, answer Lord some Jesus. questions. That question box is there for our Portals Live viewers, wow. that was a big listeners. Hey, yes, we'll leave you with that challenge to ask. Mm. Is there still a way out? My goodness. All right. We'll be back. I'm still thinking on what you just said. No, we're going to go into Portals Live questions. Okay, Pastor, you asked me a question and we're supporting and let the people hear. But I personally feel this is not the time for him to reveal, but it's the time to be placed in place. Thank you. you. I, because I feel the same. because you I just think said some it. Of these pockets, some of these pockets are premature. You just said it. Definitely. If we want God to reveal more than the plans of the enemy, but the heart to expose the full evil, mm. then we have to wait the full time. If we jump ahead, we'll just see plans. We got to see the intent, the motive, the why. Got to come back to the why. If we jump ahead, look. I'm all for the church. All about the why. Yeah, I'm all for the church, you know, standing up for itself. But can I be real? Can I say this? 
Go They're ahead. following a model that the enemy has put in place. Yep. They're following a rebellious <laughs> model <laughs> so of, just yeah. of protests. That's right. That's not anything a solution. They're just doing what the world is doing and maybe tagging some worship on it. You know what I'm saying? Like we I have to premature. seek the Lord for a solution that can bring life and not just a nice feeling. Yep. Or entertainment or, you know, an appeasing of depression from the last four and a half months of shutdown. Yeah. Most of the people that are out in these, I'm going to say it, in these, you know, hot spots of Christians, you know, doing all these like, you know, uh, what is it? A uh, revival overriding. It's to appease themselves. Yeah. It's not helping the world. It's actually antagonizing. Mm. And I never saw Jesus antagonize anyone. Oh my goodness! So I'm totally with Pastor. I'm 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 glad that they're taking a stand, but it's like a little too late. You know what I'm saying? It's in the sense, cool. it's it, I, 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 you know, following a, a worldly model. There's a statement in the world that says, take a knee. Well, I'll, I'll go one further and say, take some knee mail. Yeah, that's what the church should be doing right should now. Should be on yeah. their knees. Yep. Yeah. Again, I say it's premature. It's yep. not as effective as God wants it to be. I can't. It must and be effective. It reminds right. me of, you know, the, in the last election, mm. the, the thing that got Everyone you, by surprise it. was the underground movement of, of conservatives. Yeah, conservatives. And we, all these, all we're of going these polls. To say, yep. Okay. It's that okay, was Pastor. I'm not, I'm not being <laughs> political. I'm saying all the polls were wrong because people weren't revealing what was going on in their hearts and minds. That's yeah. it. Yeah. The people. You yeah. see? The people. Not a person, but the people. The people. The people now are going to see. That they make the difference here. Mm. Hearts are being opened. Hearts are being opened. So now there has to be a time that is so ripe, mm. so ripe mm -hmm. for the will of God in this. Yeah. Mm. And by the way, the will of God wasn't, oh, it was all taken away. Because it wasn't taken away. It was now the king is giving permission for them to take up arms and fight. God is not doing that yet. Yeah, I just think it's a... Do, do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? The scepter's not being put out to get mm. that favour just yet. But we are in place. We're in that place right now. She had to be placed in there so that the next step could happen and mm. so that we could come to the next place. And finally, the greatest step of faith that she took was to stand before him and he gave her the scepter, right? Yeah, yeah. He gave it to her. That's good. And we need to get the favour of God at the right time and it we don't know the will of God, how this battle is going to be won. And I think what the Lord is showing me is I don't want to learn my authority in Christ by being pushed into a corner for, by the enemy. If I'm, I hope I'm, I'm, hope I'm yeah, verbalizing I'm this the way. Wait. Yeah, this is good. I don't want to learn my authority 
all the time by having to like the church is stepping into pockets of authority standing up fighting for its its rights as you know the church yeah but that's only because they were pushed into a corner yeah they haven't gone after that authority in the peacetime Mm. And that is and, uh, a and that's big, one of my favorite sayings. And that is a big learn to fight in peace. That time. is a big, big sign that again we are hindsight and not foresight. Mm. I shouldn't have to be pushed into a corner to learn that I have authority. Yeah. I, I like what you said. You said we're following a model. Thank you. Following a model of doing things, I don't follow a model of anything. I'm only going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit who orders my steps yeah. and orders his children's steps. And so sometimes those steps are going to be looking weird, but we need to learn to, to walk those steps. Yeah. And we need to get into that place and let the Lord reveal the hearts, let him bring about why Esther was mm. placed there, why we're placed in this world at a time like this. Why weren't we placed 50 years ago? Yeah. Why not? It's good. Why not? Because God had a time as, as this. And there's something that he's been building in every Every one of his people that he's been building that needs to be on this earth at this time. I mean, even with Esther, the story of the alignment Sorry, guys. of Mordecai at being put in <laughs> as the gatekeeper at night and hearing the plan of the king's assassination, mm. that wasn't coincidence. Mm. She had to be placed... He had to be placed that all helped contribute to when it was revealed the plan of what Haman had against the Jews. It was even a greater, you know, crime because it was the same people that Mordecai had come from. And this is the man that the king has just honored in front of the whole of the land. So the king's, it's on the king's radar. You know, this is the guy that I just honored, his people. And, you know, and he didn't even know about them being the Jews until after. So... It's, it's, like Pastor said, it's the timing, it's the ripening, it's got to be right. You know, um, I think what you said is so powerful. We're and being placed. Yeah, placed. But the scepter has not yet been put out. But I also mm. want you to know That's good, you know? that um, we're not seeing. Mm. We're not seeing. We're not awake. Sure, be awake. We need to be awake to children's cries. We need Woke. to be awake to saving the children. But we also need to be awake to what God is doing. Right. And, and let's get that priority right because this, this will bring the saving of the children. Ooh. Who can save the children? Yes, we can save them pockets by pockets, by demonstrating, by doing this, but the ultimate saving of the children like the exodus out of Egypt was God. Mm. What wow. makes us different? What makes us different than the protests? This is what I've been saying. What's making? I was taking it a little bit deeper personally by asking myself, "What is what is making me different as a believer, a daughter of yours? If 
all I'm going to do is be fearful. All I'm going to do is just keep second guessing what he's doing in my personal life. Stumbling. Yes. Into stumbling into faith. Stum- being pushed in a corner. Then I fight. You know, like what's the difference between myself as a privilege to be his daughter? And, 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 and Esther was set right up now. for this very thing. Yeah. She was set up for it. Mm-hmm. You see? Now the earth needs to be set up. Mm. Mm for what's going to happen through God. It has to be set up. It's not going to be man. Man can be placed in places where he can be used. Mm -hmm. But this is a true move of God. Things are going to fall off everywhere. And they need to. Because this is for such a time as this. Such a time as this that things are going to start falling off. Mm -hmm. You know? Can you give some people examples of what, you know, areas, if you have any? Uh, for such a time as... Yes, areas well, that may be falling off. Falling off your, your way of uh, setting yourself up mm. for destiny, mm. you know? Because mm. the, the world is trying <laughs> to set itself up for destiny right now, the yeah. wrong destiny. Yeah. Why is the church following that model? Mm. We have to yeah. see that. That has to fall off. Yeah. The wow. church should be leading, not following. Yeah, come yeah, on. And we should be in offense, not defense. That's right. We're always in defense. And when you're, when you're in defense, I mean, you know, in a, any kind of sport, you need a good defense. But your offensive line is the one that wins the goals. Right. So in saying you're all You're protecting that, what you've already got all the time. You'll never conquer new territory. Yes. And ju- come on. And do we have any questions we should answer some because we we can just go back and back and back on this well we didn't go online with this one but i think we need to include it because it was like (laughs) hello powerful (laughs) jesus is king all right let's go question time oh my lord let's try and keep it short answers so we can go back in and and make sure that they count yeah i'm gonna read them and proof read them (laughs) all right proof read them so Shahana asks, if everything has to fall apart in order for destiny to come to pass, is destiny a matter of choice on our part? It's a good question. Mm. Anybody want to answer that? I'll come in. Go. Um, God always wants you to include your choice. Okay? It's, um, we can't throw our hands up in the air and say, well, God's going to do it all. God's got it under control. God's going to take care of it. Esther had to make a decision. That's right. To be to obedient. Go before the king and risk her life. Yeah. Okay. So we also will need to make those decisions which God wants us to take and make. Mm. So there's no escaping that. And it's not all about sacrifice anymore, it's about obedience. It's about obedience. When you're placed in the place where you should be, then it's not about you sacrificing. That's why I said we don't do the dying out anymore. This is letting things fall off, mm. you know? So, you know, it, it, we, we've got to get beyond that point now of saying, you know, uh, I'll do it, you know, and, and having that attitude. Because the world's got it. The yeah. world's got it. Wearing the mask through fear and, and uh, you know, always looking to the negative. This is not the way the church should be. Esther spent time in that place to be ready 
with no negativity, she faced him. Mm. Mm. True. Also, what I said to you tonight before we went into the portal, um, what Pastor said about obedience, uh, the Lord's been showing me this, obedience, if you obey, you can never perform because yep. sacrifice is all about performance. It will lead you into performance. Definitely. Obedience is all about relationship. You'll yep. never perform if you just obey. So, yes, he wants you to have a choice. He always wants you to choose. But choose to obey because then you don't have to go through mountains of obedience. I mean, mountains of performance and sacrifice. You know, mm. I'm doing this for you, Lord, but I really don't want to do it because I'm begrudging and I'm just doing it because you're God. That so did that help um, Sh- uh, Shahana? I believe so. Okay. Next question. How do you know that your name has changed, Stephanie? <laughs> From Hadassah to Esther, from overt to covert. Wow. Um, attitude. Your attitude. Your character has changed. Yep. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, attitude, character change. Very true. Your habits have changed. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Your idiosyncrasies have changed. And maybe, yeah. maybe. And your hair has changed. <laughs> yeah, she had to change her hair. She went through and some then, good beauty treatments. Come on. And maybe, Steph. Uh, you recognize the change. I was going to say people will recognize the change because people you. will say, you're not Hadassah, you're Esther. But you say, wow, I'm, I've changed. Mm. Remember I mentioned last Ooh, week. Oh, that's good. I just caught that one. Okay, I got Remember you. what I said mm. last week? Just a little change gets grace, grace, grace. Mm. Next question. Wow, I know I that, that one. That I, I just caught she that She said, one, that's that good. Wow. And Shahana said, yes, it did. Thank you. Okay. Next question from Alexandra. How do we become undetectable pastors, as Pastor Nate was saying? <laughs> you want to answer that one? Let God hide you in and yeah. hide you from and stop thinking he's hiding you. Yeah. Let God hide you in the shadow of his wings, protect you, keep you safe, preserve you, Hide you from the enemy, hide you from the plans of the enemy. I think sometimes you have stop. to hide us from ourselves. And I was going to say, yeah. And then also stop thinking that the Lord wants to hide you and make nobody see you. Remember, it's hide you in and hide you from. Look, she was in fa- uh, plain view. Esther mm, was in plain view. Is. But nobody could see her. Could see her. How come? How come they couldn't see who she was? Because she cooperated with the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I I think that might help. All right. Jackie Turner. How do you not let being unseen turn into a feeling of rejection and shutdown? Good question. Pastor Tony. Well, it is very challenging because it, it would mean that you would have to overcome all those thoughts and feelings about being forgotten, mm-hmm. abandoned, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is the big, the shaking. Pastor mentioned that, you know, everything has to be shook up before, you know, God can make his move. And so it's a level of trust. Mm. That's why I was saying, for me, how I change my perspective on that is, if I can see the Lord is hiding me in himself, yeah. And hiding me from the enemy, 
then I know that there's a purpose for the hiding. It's the purpose. It's not, you know, just for the sake of being yeah. hidden. Yeah. There's an actual purpose. There's you've, a destiny step. Being hidden is a part of a destiny step. And so, therefore, it has to be recognised there is a purpose in this. Yeah. This is not just empty. If it was empty, you would feel empty. Mm. But it's a purpose. And if you allow the Holy Spirit to show you, you'll start to pick up on the purpose. Yes, yeah, celebrate it. Cel yeah. Celebrate the hiddenness because yeah. then you'll be able to rejoice for the fullness of it, like, you know, the fullness and, and of that And also call. protection in it. Yeah. You'll see things in being hidden that, you know, you wouldn't allow yourself to see if you were entertaining rejection or yeah. abandonment or feeling like you've been left out. You know, again, like I say, like, stop telling the Lord you're hiding me and say, wow. Why? You're hiding me in yourself. I can see that. You're hiding me from that. I can and see that. And now I know why. Yeah. But it is a difficult process because... I mean, Joseph was hidden for 13 years. Like, you know what I mean? Um, let's go through the list. David was hidden. They were all hidden. Being hidden is a part of, of, of a destiny step. I can only say that. If you don't think... If you think you can get to a destiny step without being hidden and undetectable... And let things fall off. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Being hidden is a season of walking in destiny. Yeah. You don't hear that preached on the great Christian channels today because it's all about, you know, getting the prosperity, the getting up the front and jumping up the fulfilling front, fulfilling your dreams. But part of your feeling, fulfilling your dreams is being hidden. And, and also part of this business now of uh, being up front is joining in with everybody and what they believe. Every man does what's right mm. in his own eyes. And now the church is starting to do it. Mm. And then it just kind of goes back to being hidden because then you'll be in yeah. a general setting and all over again. Yeah. See, when Esther was hidden, she went through months of beauty preparation and yep. treatment. It was the hiddenness that actually made her eligible. Can we get that? Yeah. It was the fact that she went through being hidden and not no one not knowing who she was. She went through all of the prescribed treatments Boy, during the time of being hidden. That's what made her the most eligible before the king. So again, I feel the Lord telling me, even as I'm saying, it's like we got to stop despising the hiddenness. Yeah. It's you know? not a punishment. It's not. A punishment being hidden, it's actually... You're waiting until the launching mm -hmm. or you're waiting until your debut or whatever yeah. it is, mm -hmm. you're waiting. If you come out too soon, it'll be a waste. I mean, Ooh. look at Apple. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. There it is. And. Sorry. <laughs> she slid that in there real quick. One more thing, and that is it has to play out. Yeah. All of it. Do you know the book of It'll Revelations has to play out? Look we know the enemy is going to lose. And you could say, well, why don't the Lord intervene? Because it has to be played out. Mm. See, even Apple knows you this. You can whack that one, babe. That's why they always keep you in suspense. They work on their product all year. They don't, and it, they literally, you can get like, you know, they won't. They make all of their employees sign disclosure agreements because when they're working on something that's hidden, if you reveal it before it's time, you're, you've given the secret away. And then, you know, every year they, oh, here's the new iPhone, here's the new MacBook, here's the blah, blah, blah. I'm just giving a physical example, right? right? 
but it's all of that time of being hidden that they're working on the product to make it the best that it is. And that's what God is doing mm, with the church. Jesus. And I'm sorry. I love you, church, soprano, but I no. do need to say you're jumping no, out of that place before time. Wow. Oh, and you'll be Jesus. like every other girl in the in the harem that uh, wanted to show themselves. Oh, pick my me, gosh. pick me, pick me. Not the hand raise. But ah. you see, God had a hold of his heart, and so they were saying, "Pick me, pick me, pick me." And then, but God had a hold of his heart for Esther, mm. and he kept on bringing her qualities forward, her qualities yeah. forward. Mm. It was her heart. Can we let, can <laughs> we let the Lord bring our qualities forward for wow. this next phase wow. of the world? You know, it was her heart that made her attractive. That's right. Haggai said, like, you know, it was her spirit. Every other girl wanted it to be the looks, the dress, you know, the personality. And when you jump out before it's time, you won't get to be seen for who you really are. Inside, you just get to be seen for all this encouraging. This and is all so this. encouraging. And so the thing comes back to the name of what we call portals for such a time Jesus. as this. Now, there's something else we want to discuss with this. Um, and in so the, in oh, the hang, on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> we're going to come back on that on Spotify. Oh, wow, yeah, there's yeah. more to say. Okay. Yes, let's go to the next question. That was really good. I hope Jackie, you feel answered Excellent for that one. Question, but. Um, Very good question. Shariah Wooden, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, says, how do you stand up for God? This is a really good question. And be patient with his process. That is a very good question. Mm. I'm going to throw it to Pastor Tony because he looks like he's starting to fall asleep. Wake up. Uh, no, he's not. He's how in do the you house. stand up for God but yet be patient with his process? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's odd. It's, it's a learning process. It's a learning process, yes. And how did you answer that one, Pastor? How do you stand up for God but yet be patient? Because there's no option but well, to do up that. Will will include an element of prematurity if you're not doing it at the right timing. So Yeah. What do you mean by standing up? I think That's she's we're probably referring to, you know, we talked about Christians out there like, you know, starting to kick back on the worshiping protests and all that and mm. taking worship to the streets. And first of all, I feel like we have to address uh, the, the need that we feel that we need to stand up oh, for God. Yeah. yeah, there it is. That maybe that's the issue. Yeah. Also, yeah. like the body of Christ in general hasn't, hasn't been synchronized to work together. And that's the biggest obstacle. Yeah. So if you have every pocket of believers doing, you know, something that's out of sync with the rest then, you know, we're showing our cards, so to speak, prematurely. I'd like yeah. to come in from another angle because I, I teach abiding in Christ. Mm. So it's not a case of you standing up for God. It's letting God stand up. Yeah. This is abiding realities. And this it. is the abiding reality. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not your work. It's his. But you've got to let him do his work yeah, but through hang five you've got to let him do his work through you mm -hmm. and you're not to stand there and do it 
for him. You're to allow him to do it through you. So he will tell you where he wants you to be. That's it. He will tell you how he wants you to do it. Yep. How And guess what? This will come back to you getting the reality that it's Christ in me. That the is the hope, hope of, of this horrendous situation that we're in. Only Christ in us is the answer. So he will stand up for himself if we let him. And he right. will stand up for himself in us if we let him. And that will, that will be a great challenge mm. because that means you're going to be a, hu a human being, not a doing anymore. You're going to learn to be rather than do. Mm. I also think to add to that, Pastor. Yeah, go um, for it. When you stand up for God to prove a point, that never works. No, right. Don't stand up to God to prove up for God to prove that He's real, to prove that He's in control. He doesn't need you to stand up, and He's never needed that. Nope. Never ever needed it in the Word. Why would He start needing it now? Because that kind of leads into because we're a walking Judas to mentality. the end now, mm. not to the. You see? Yeah, that's a Judas mentality of, well, let's take and conquer. Let's show these Romans yep. who you are, Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus didn't do that. No. And just kind of like a question to follow up with that is kind of like, but if we do step into that place to stand up for God, that's not really being patient either, is it? Well, I think <laughs> if, you stand, if you have the mentality that you're standing up for God, then you're very much limiting your understanding of who God is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a time and a place to stand up for the Lord, and when you, when that time, when the time is ripe, the the favor of God will be on it, and He, like Pastor said, He'll do it through you. Mm -hmm. Like you know, look at all the great martyrs yeah. of old. Let's take like Martin Luther King, right? I'm sorry, Martin Luther. When he did what he did with that 95 thesis, time was ripe. Mm -hmm. When he did what he did, that kicked something into gear. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like other people that, that have been martyred. Stephen, when he did what he did, it just so happens they laid their coats at the, at the, <laughs> at the feet of a man named Saul. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Things were in place. But they would never have done it had it not happened. Yeah. So had there to is a time to stand. I, I, we've got to change the verbiage. It's not standing up. Yeah. No, I don't like that word. I think it helped her. She did respond yeah. and, you know, said thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank she's, you. She's, she's learning. She's what can learning. we call it? Not standing up for God. Oh. What is? Yeah. Well, you are standing up because you love him and you want to stand up for him. But he loves you and he'll stand up. For himself, yeah. yeah, it's hard because it's like a, it's it's yeah, yeah. It's and he's one of those underlining. And I think he wants to show <laughs> you that he wants to yeah. show it you requires that requires the leading of the Holy Spirit and nothing else. But I think he wants to show yeah. that, you know, and and that that would change your whole relationship with him, and your understanding of protection and direction mm. and guidance and uh, revelation and every other part of God's character. If you can see that, he wants to show you. Let him stand up for you. Amen. And stand up in you. Mm. Amen. That's good. 
Nate, you just said something that could tie into connecting why mm-hmm. Esther was such an important role. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of saw up Porto about this. We haven't talked about this yet, so I'm not releasing it because no, it's not time. Do I release it before? But it, is that where you want it to go, yes. Dr. Robin? Can yeah. we? But can we enter any we've more? We've done okay. them all. Yep. We've got some they more. They were done, yep. yeah. We've done them all. And we've, well, we need to go back wonderful. in. We, so we let's go back in. I hope one. we helped yep. you. Hallelujah. Got, got it. more for Spotify. All right. So we can go into unpacking the subportal version yeah. of what we said. Yeah. Oh, this is the kill it before it kills you. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. dynamic. All right. Here we go. Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV. A brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device. Commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting torquetv.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV, equip, inspire, mature. I got it. All right. I got it. Five, six, five, six, seven, eight. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not oh gonna, well. I'm gonna oh. say it because I don't want to spoil it. Oh no. It's, it's not. It's not take a stand or stand up. It's rise up, men of war. Yep. The difference is, one is you, is the motivating force. Yep. Rise up, man of war, is you be the motivating force and okay. stand up for yourself through me. Yeah. Wow. Mm, the that is good. I'll give you a gem. Rise up. Coming <coughs> <coughs> soon. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. But that is the case. One is you making the initiative. It's all about you taking the, you know, motivation to stand up for God. The four implies works straight mm. away. But rise up, man of war, is... Um, there's a scripture that says, Arise, O God, and demonstrate your power. Like, mm. you know? I, I think um, I'd like to just add something in that just takes it a little bit different. Uh, when we were talking about uh, we were so th- this, uh, for such a time as this, mm-hmm. and uh, just something the Lord just laid on me right then. Drop and it that on was, uh, you know, we said it was a new new, new, ad- new adventure. It's something that brings destiny. Um in Ezekiel 37, many things happened in that, uh, in that place where the dry bones were, in that, uh, what do you call it, cemetery or whatever you want to call it, your graveyard. Now, one of the things, once the bones stood up, right, they stood up, then they, when you lie something down in the, in the earth for a while, it gets a lot of dust and dead stuff, you know, like uh, 
uh, and what we would liken it unto is dead works. And I think one of the things God wants is the dead works to fall off because you can't have the dead works and have God's destiny. Oh! Pastor Robin, how you do that? See, I felt mate. the crescendo of my spirit waiting for that big... Say it again, please. Oh, no, Lord. I need can. somebody to give me a gif, a gif, whatever you call it, with like a, a someone being give us a gift. blown apart. Say that you can't have, you can't have Come on, destiny. destiny. Can't have dead works and have, have destiny. destiny. It's quiet. It's quite, it's quiet. <laughs> let somebody say something. I'll let the cricket speak. <laughs> I'm letting my diaphragm bring up a good deep breath of breathing out all <gasps> those dead works. And I, I'd say that um, if we go back to Esther, she she died of a lot of dead works. Oh, fell off her. They Ooh. fell off her. And, uh, you know, her destiny was put in place. But there's something else that we want to talk about. Can I just say quickly to add to that? Because it's okay. so true. Because Mordecai, Mordecai <laughs> said to her, if you don't do it, he'll raise up someone else to do it. Yeah. So it wasn't all about her being the no. incumbent one or making the change. No. It's like, if you don't do it, sweetie, my words, don't worry. Somebody. Somebody going to get raised up to do it. So, you just miss out on so being a part of it. She, oh. she, if we really look at it like that, and I say to everyone that's listening, we're going to challenge you tonight with something else. We're going to say, <laughs> yes, she did fulfill destiny, but she also fulfilled something that was undone that needed to be done. Mm. My Lord. I'm still in that last gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, i got to throw my mic back and forth because that was so powerful. So let's go there, Pastor Nathan. We're going to go there. Let's go there. Yeah. Um, well, we were watching, you know, uh, we were um, fortunate enough to sit with my, my beautiful kids and they've been begging me to watch Esther from, I say Esther, Esther from, from, Light and Sight, Sound. from Sight and Sound from Theatres Sight and in, Sound. Um, you know, in Pennsylvania and it was amazing. Shout out to Satan Sound. Yeah, incredible. Um, Jesus is still my favourite. Sorry. And Samson was really good. Just putting it out there. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Esther was good. It had a different type of production. But we have to watch. Samson is incredible. Anyway, one thing that I started to see, um, because I believe that they are led by the Holy Spirit, the way that they write the script, very prophetic. And so they have a message in it. And um, I remember asking you, as they started to bring it out in the story, I said, like, Dad, isn't Esther all about, you know, um, finishing the work of something to do with Haman raising up, even though he wanted to raise up and kill the Jews, God actually used Esther and that whole thing to kill off a line, which was Haman's line, that had been prematurely, you know, not killed off in previous chapters. Yep. And um, you started to say yes, and then we, we had, a, had a dialogue about it. And then no sooner after we had had a dialogue about it, they bring it out in the sight and sound story. They bring out the fact that Haman was a descendant of King Amalek, mm-hmm. who... King Agag. Sorry, Amalekite. King Agag, who was an Amalekite, 
who, um, so Haman was an Agagite, but that was the same king that King Saul was told to completely kill, kill women, kill. children, flock, everything, annihilate it. The Lord said, annihilate mm. it. Don't let any of it live. And that was when Saul took, I believe he kept the women. Yeah. Women and children. Women and children alive and, he, and, and the flocks. Livestock. And he sacrificed. Wow. Not that obeyed. Uh, you know what? Performance to the Lord. And he kept it alive. And it's funny because then you brought out the very fact that Mordecai is a direct descendant of King Saul. Uh, it doesn't actually say that. It says he's the son of Kish, one of his, but it's not the same Kish that was the father of Saul. The connection is that he was a Benjamite. There it is. There it so is. So Mordecai was a Benjamite, and, and it's all implied because his, his, um, his lineage in, involves a, a grandfather named Kish. Yeah, there it is. Yep. So it's like God saying, well, Saul and his family failed, but Mordecai is now going to fulfill what I intended Saul to by, do by... By using Esther. By using Esther. So the whole book of Esther is really about... Cleaning up loose finishing ends. Loose ends. The loose end of Haman and his descendants yep. mm. that never got killed off. Yep. And allowing the Jewish people then to raise up in raise authority up. Yep. and take, you know... Um, vengeance, vengeance on, on the their Malachi's, enemies, yeah, on the Agagites. and anyone who tried to kill them. Yeah. And, and so, and so we go back. And so we go back, and we think about this, and we think, well, you see, um, what was learnt from that was that there was something unfinished, totally unfinished. Totally. Unfinished things need to be finished before destiny can go no! forward. And the other thing, after you gem it, the Lord spoke to me through the production and he said, Nathan, when I tell you to kill something, you better kill it before kill it raises it. Wow. up in generations to wow. kill you. Yeah. And because the fact that he did not do what the Lord said to do with precision yep. and with total obedience, partial obedience is no obedience at all. And let me go in to say, <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to look at this because this is so important to, to get what God wants you to have. And at that time, what God was giving them was the permission to fight, okay? Mm. The permission to fight. And so for us to get that, we have to realise if there's unfinished things, mm. we have to let the Lord finish them. We really do. We, we most definitely do. And one of the other ones Ooh. is talking about unfinished business. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's much of unfinished business, business through the, the Word of God. But let's look at uh, two men who died that had to come back. Yeah. Who was that pastor? Oh, uh, you mean uh, Enoch and Elijah? Mm. Well, they're, they're believed to be the two witnesses that will come but back. But yeah. every man must die. Once. 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 Then so something had to be finished. Mm. Mm -hmm. So this is a really important point here because… Um, well, Elijah cut his thing short. We yes. know that. We teach that in the prophetic yes. courses. Yes, he, Again, no precision with obedience. There must be precision. The Lord told him, go and anoint Hazael, then anoint your successor. 
you know, and he does it, I think, in the opposite. Yeah, he does. He anoints his successor first because he's tired and he's all in depression. And and, and he cuts his thing short. And the, chari- yeah. the character of God is you can't move on f- properly mm. or thoroughly without the finished business. Oh, my gosh. That was it hitting me a minute ago. <laughs> so I think that we need to maybe those that people – Speaking to people now that feel like they're stuck and they're like, why isn't my destiny moving forward? Maybe you should stop asking that and you should start asking what is unfinished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I need to finish before you take me into the step of being hidden for destiny? And I want to go with what you've just said and bring another example Mm. of being Leaving unfinished business, the children of God, I call them that, were told to get rid of the Canaanites, Mm. all of them, every single one, even the family, everything, animals, the lot. Annihilate was the word. Annihilate the lot, okay? And the thing is, the thing is, we can't afford to get our heart in this because they did. And pockets into it and everything else. Guys, if you want the Lord to do the work on saving the children, you have to realise the Canaanites were the ones that did more damage with children than anyone. Yep. History shows it. We brought this. Pastor. I don't know if that was a gym because they we did that. <laughs> the church, so, get down, repent. Pastor, loose ends will become the nooses that your enemies try to hang you with. Ah, very you good. Know what? Very oh. good. Very good. good. Very, very good. Oh. Yep. No oh. more. Ooh, no Jesus. more. Dead works, emotional loose ends. No all more loose ends. Otherwise, they'll become some nooses. Stop playing games. Oh, oh, come on, guys. That's what he said. If you've liked what we've oh, said, Jesus. I need you to give us some hearts Lord, right forgive now. Me for oh, the yes, in my Jesus. Life. Come on, here's no those more hearts. Nooses. No more nooses for no the looses. No more nooses for the looses. I tell you what, that ends tonight. Loose the goose. <laughs> oh, my. Come on, Lord. hit those hearts, guys. Spirit. Hit the hearts. It's so Ooh. true. The loose end will. And Haman literally made gallows. Come on, I want to see those hearts to kill Mordecai with. But the Lord, in his amazing power, turned it around and ended up putting Haman in those gallows. And all his sons. Yeah. Don't question the Lord when he tells you what's the best. Because you won't be able to be a part of what he's going to do to do something to redeem this absolute mess that's going on in the world right now. Wow. I need to take some time to lament. We we (laughs) won't be. We won't. You have to know. You honestly have to know God knows what's best. Mm. When he says kill it, he means kill it. Kill it before it kills you. Mm. Not like torture it. Or would you say pussyfoot with it? Yeah. Not Put it just, in jail. Not just hide it and, and make it. Justify a, it. And make it a slave. No, kill oh. it. It means kill it. 
Kill it. Put a knife. So whatever it. God is showing you needs to be killed. Anger. Ah. Rejection. Ah. Self-hate. <laughs> Dead works. Dead works. Let it fall off. Ooh. Accusing him of hiding you. Oh. Oh. Before the world. Not being seen. Kill it. I'm telling you, kill it. Because the Lord just gave me that revelation. Kill it. Because that will become a noose that Around you'll end up being mm. hung with. And God wants loose ends tied up, not becoming oh. nooses around your neck. Jesus is the Lord Everyone of Everyone breathe that out. Like, because <laughs> mm. no one can escape this word here when it, it applies to everyone. It's a prophetic a word. It's way. a full-on prophetic mm, word. Jesus. The book of Esther is prophetic. Wow. It's a prophetic wow. utterance by the Spirit of God. And that's why we took it on tonight. It's a prophetic word. This is a such a time. What does it mean for such a time as this? Well, we're on this earth for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. We, be, we were born for such a time mm. as this. We're not here by chance. We're here by divine appointment for such a time as this means mm. only can only mean it, our destiny to come full force mm. wow 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 take a a lament break mm-hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lamentations mm-hmm. We're having a lamentations. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back in a few days. Is it, it, it going to be lemon Lemington's. or chocolate? I don't know. Oh, we've we'll got to figure that out. We're, we're having a lemington. We're we'll having a, a laugh. We'll take a two-minute lament break. Uh-huh. And we'll come back and we'll finish it out. Are we we going to do prophetic Yes, we are. we're sure are. Oh, Jesus. All right, everyone. Go find some loose ends. Yes. And tie them up. Tie them up. Lord Jesus is King. We'll be right back. My Jesus. Loose ends become the nooses. Ooh, I'm still breathing that one out. I think my only real positive contribution tonight <laughs> has been. <laughs> no, no, I think well. you did really well. We bind that. No, you were saying to me, Such please, as please, as please, please tell the tell the listeners, tell our people viewing in the subportal the the actual part of the power of that whole race being yeah, you, wiped out. But you, you were saying you shared a little bit more in the subportal that we were just talking about then. Yeah, go, you, go. you mentioned uh, you know kill it or it comes back to bite you. Well, yeah. Saul allowed. The children, the women, and the livestock to remain alive. Yeah. yeah. So one of the sons of Agag survived yeah. Saul's slaughter. And so there's about two or three hundred years between Saul and Mordecai, mm. or Saul, uh, sorry, uh, Agag, the king of the Amalekites, and Haman, the Ag- Agagite. Yeah. So because Saul the king didn't kill all the uh. Amalekites, one of the kings, the Amalekite king's sons, uh. um, is the forefather of Haman because he's called an Agagite. Mm. And what does Haman mm. want to do? Destroy the entire Jewish race. My yeah. goodness. If you don't kill them, they will kill, kill you. you. And because 
because the thing was that was the uh, the command or the order to do that very thing. Well, the Lord told through uh, told us through Moses, you know, they'll become a thorn in your yeah. side. And, and it's funny because you said two, three hundred years. Mm. You've probably thought, eh, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother my generation. Well, oh yes, it'll it bother does. the next generation. But look, look at how personal it is. Mordecai is a Benjamite. And now Agag is going to destroy Saul's descendants. Oh, See? Jesus. It's like the, the enemy. Benjamites. The enemy was like, well, if you didn't do it, you then I'll. For me, I'm going to yeah, come but for you. You wouldn't wipe them all out. Well, I'll wipe all of you out. And that, yeah. that's a source of great conviction because sometimes rejection becomes a pet. You think. I'm justified in, in feeling rejected or uh. I'm justified in my anger or I'm justified in my, you know, my vengeance or whatever it is. <laughs> Can we get a meow, bud? <laughs> but the truth is, whatever it is that the Lord's been highlighting, and I say this with great conviction, if we don't get Kill that it. sorted, <gasps> it's going to hurt us. Not, mm. And not just hurt us, it has the potential to kill us. Loose ends become oh. the new sense. <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. And this is why on Sunday night, Pastor, you had us repenting, which was good. Yeah. Because we, we thought it was a weakness. We asked, oh. yeah, we asked the Lord. No, it's been a choice. To forgive us it's for allowing anger to become a part of us. Yeah. Mm. And, and so anger was anger. We learned that anger is not a weakness; it's a choice. Just like this is, there's more to it. We ask for understanding tonight. Yeah, great understanding. I want to add something more to the understanding. This was a corporate destiny. Oh, please by say the way. this. The children of God were being brought into their corporate destiny. Not individual destinies. Mm. She was not there for individual destinies. She was there for the corporate destiny of God's people. I'm sorry. I've got and to hold on this. And there's so many sort of metaphor or metaphor, metaphorical application of Esther. Some people say she represents the church, you know, uh, the king of, of the you know, the Babylonian kingdom as a type of Christ. Mm. You know, when he shows the church the scepter, the church has got, you know, the Lord's favour. So there's so many different angles, Pastor. So if Esther is a representation of the church, therefore the church can't reveal what power that God is going to reveal mm. until God says go. And, and the reason why I say that is... Yes. It was Mordecai who put her in the corner. Yeah, that's yes. right. So there is a Mordecai for the church. Yes. There's this apostolic father that has to give theology. the church the green light to say stand up yeah. and resist. Mm. You can't do and it individually. It and when, when it was in Ezekiel. <laughs> Shania, <laughs> caught, and, caught and, in a crossfire. Yeah, yeah. And when it was in Ezekiel, it was a, it was a voice. Of the Lord oh, through prophecy geez. that got those bones to stand up. Mm. And it was at the end of Ezekiel that had to speak again a prophetic utterance that brought about the army of the Lord standing mm. up. 
So it's not something to do with good ideas. It's right. to do with destiny. Mm. Don't interfere with the destiny of the church by trying to go before God. Uh. In your individual destiny. Oh. In your individual destiny. You've got to leave Egypt together. This is what people got to understand. If you step out individually, you're not protected. There's no covering. Any yep. enemy. Yep. But if you step out, see some people, I've heard this in the church, some people are ready to step out, but they're not ready to wait to help help their church yep. step out as a whole. And the church... Wow. Ooh, let, let me say this. Lord Jesus. You're not going to hold the church's destiny up. You don't have the strength to hold Ooh. the church's destiny up. The church, the whole church, hold your destiny. Oh my God. Your destiny and vision comes within the vision of the church. To calm down. I can't. I can't. And this is where the enemy gets us into such dangerous waters because he makes us believe that it's our individual destiny that supports the church. No, 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 no. Never. Never, I'll never, take the never. mountain oh and then God. the mountain shall be won. No, we take the mountain yeah. and then the mountain shall be won. Yeah. So we, we, we have to, we have to, when we show a healthy respect for the, 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 the opposition, right? I, I want to say this in general terms, Pastor, before you, before you, you know, fear that I'm, I'm getting out of my she realm turned here. She turned No, can I finish just saying this statement and then please add more? But here it this is. This is so good. This is the situation, and that is every man and his dog is trying to tell the world what its destiny is. <laughs> every man <laughs> and his dog. And I, I don't mean to have a go at dogs, but I just want you, you mean to the understand. the YouTube prophets? Yeah, everyone is trying. No, I'm talking about the world mm. is trying to tell us what our destiny is. And, and this, this is why we're in the mess we're in. Because we have to follow the leading of the destiny of the Lord for our lives. Now, go ahead. Say what yeah, you're going to say. Um, <laughs> the, more, the Mordecai we need is, I believe, apostolic fathers who are working in unity. Mm. Yes, bringing their children, to the children under control. The Number one, the purpose mm. Of the standing up, and number two, the timing of it. Mm. And, and I'm going to because you can't have your team doing what it wants. You know, like we keep telling our people, the coaches of the football team are the strategists. Yeah. See, not the players. Yeah. The coaches know which which player goes where. Yep. And they know when to let them out of the gate, so to speak. To their full potential, mm. and if we've got individuals trying to do that separate from the team, we get only a trickle of what God could do. Mm. But I've heard this is what I want to highlight: what Pastor Robin is saying it's so powerful. They've grabbed every word. I've this heard dog now. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I've heard Christians say, "Well, that's all good about the church being ready, and you know, the church stepping into its moment, and you know, the church, but." What about my prophecy? Oh my God. What about my destiny? What about my calling? 
Your destiny and, is tied up with or the Or I'm not church. called to the church. Or I'm not called to the church. Yeah, you don't have to so be called to the church. So therefore I don't have to church. wait for the church. You don't have to be called to the church. Oh, Lord God. But your destiny this. is tied up it's with the, the church. You can't go on a, a trip unless <laughs> you have a boat to go on. <laughs> the other thing is. I like that analogy. Uh, as you turn around and go on your destiny, where are you going to put the people that come through? Mm. You're going to keep them in Ooh. your house? Mm. You're going to keep them in your house? Is that going to be their new church? Not the church of you. See, the <laughs> church is going to have to be the one that provides. This is, this is protection, it. It's the support that direction, it's correction. The it's the backbone. Revelation. A, a you get depressed individual. enough. Individual. <laughs> I want. I want the camera to look at me, please. Oh individual God. destiny is dependent on the pluralistic contribution hey. of the church. There we are. There we Think are. Think about Noah. Jeez. Noah's ark. The ark is Jesus. If you ain't on the ark, you drown. Yep. You Ooh. drown. The ship. It's called the ark. If you take your individuality to independence, you've jumped off the ark Ugh. and you're basically telling God, I can swim the distance by myself. And you cannot. Every individual destiny is dependent on the brother or sister right next to you yep. and their part to play. The, it's the, like you telling you know, your arm, I don't need my arm. Their part to play is praying for you, uh, walking with you, boring. encouraging you, helping to grow you, all of that. You but, can't do that on your own. Yeah, and Pastor, further than that, your destiny is to bless the body, mm. yes. not yourself. Mm. Your destiny is to contribute to the body. And so Esther... For such a time as this, she was put in a place for somebody else to bless her, the body for her people. Absolutely. For such a time as this, for somebody else. Yeah, but they were her people. And they were her people. Here's the dynamic: if you pursue another man's vision, oh. you will fulfil your own. Hello, yes. Jesus said it. Oh my oh, lord! He if said, you "Bless oh another man." Faithful in that which is another man's. He will bless God you. God will give you your own. So pursue others' visions mm. as well as yourself. I always, Woo! I always remember this: bless another man's vision, and God will bless yours. We tend to want to bless ours first, so then God can give us enough to bless someone else's. Oh, this it's is not so the true. way God works. It's never been the way God works. Never. So, in saying that, Pastor, <laughs> I want to go back to what I was going to say before. The Holy Spirit is we, in this we, room. We've seen the other side, and I'll make that very general. They will let whatever sort of uh, destiny for individuals, those individuals will put those destinies aside to make sure the team gets the mm. victory at mm. the end. Mm. It's a pity the church doesn't do the same. And, and if Esther just went there to get her own destiny... What happened to all the people? Yeah, they'd be left behind. And what about the fight? Yeah. You see, it was all so prophetic for the church. And in this last minutes before he comes, and we're really close to the end, I, I'm not 
prophesying exactly when it's going to be. But we know things are being set up. It has to be the destiny of the church. It has to be the oh, destiny of the church. So good. It cannot be the destiny of the world. Wow. You see, every man's trying to say this is the destiny oh, of where the, the world's going to go. No, God's saying it's going to be my church that says where the destiny of the world goes because it'll be through the destiny of the church that the world will receive its destiny. Mm. Can I add, this is why the Lord, even in our church, in our community of believers, this is why no one is there. Mm. Mm. And he won't let anyone Mm. be there. Because everyone is in a stage of having to have a step of faith fulfilled for destiny. Because if someone was there, it would be an individual thing. So... I might be there in this step, but I'm not there in that step. But you might be there in that step. You might have stepped out and started your own business. Mm -hmm. I might have not done that yet. Mm -hmm. But yet, because you're doing that and I'm doing it in another area, we're stepping out and the we steps out Mm -hmm. into destiny together. Yeah, not me, but we. So stop. I'm going to speak. Let me speak to the camera, please. Stop, Stop swallowing the lie that you're around community that's going nowhere. Oh my gosh. <sighs> and in saying that, we're going to oh. finish now. Mm-hmm. So this is what this means. For such a time as this, God is prophetically saying the church, the church for such a time as this, This is why he's placing his church in a place, getting ready to release himself through us. And the church is destiny will come forward. And it will not depend on any man. God will use men. God will use men. But no man is the answer. No man. And I thank you, Lord, with all my heart Mm. that no man is the answer. He's an answer, but not the answer. And I want to thank the Lord for talk during Mm. this whole crisis. Mm. I could not imagine what going through this shutdown would have been like without having brothers and sisters around me... That's right. ...who were sharing in the trial. Mm. Yes. Could you imagine being going through all of that on your own? Oh, my yep. God. But because we're a body of believers, a community mm. of faith, the, the sting of whatever the enemy was trying to do just didn't, didn't come. To so this day, the, the fear hasn't, by the grace of God, it hasn't overcome It's us. tried, but do you know what? Because people haven't been able to help people, Mm. people have died. And I don't mean through COVID. I mean taking their lives because it's It's been not an answer. You know, come on, church, rise up. Corporately, we are the answer. Individually, we are not. I'm telling you, there's a level of sanity that we were able to sustain during this crisis that the world didn't have. They are hopeless out there. 
to this day, their destiny is really dependent on, you know, people who are the elites who make these decisions. And I'm telling you, the church is a haven, mm. a fortress, a haven, a, a place of refuge for the soul that's, you know, weary. Mm. So Thank good. you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For this body of believers that you've put us in. Yeah. And we all have each other's backs. Yes. Wow. Amen. By the grace of God. And I would like to thank the Lord for um, being the answer for the children. Yeah. Amen. I really want to thank you, Lord, that you and you alone are the answer for the children. There can be pockets found, but you can bring everyone out just like you did when you brought them out of Egypt. So, Lord, you're the answer. You're the deliverer. And you put whoever, but they are just delivering because you are the deliverer. Yeah. I'll thank him if that's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, Lord, on on the back of what Dr. Robbins said, Lord, I I thank you that you are true deliverance. You're not just a change of scenery or a change of environment, but you're a true deliverance. You deliver us, Lord, out of Egypt. Yeah. And I thank you, Father, that... uh, such a time as this, Lord, um, you've called us to move forward as one, yeah, Lord. And I, it's that champion team, Lord. And so let us embrace the champion team, Lord, and let us stop swallowing the lie from the enemy that um, being, we're being held back by a brother or sister or we're in a community of strugglers, mm. and Lord, Um we break that power of that lie. Yes. And Lord, there will always be an Pen element, Lord. Lord, of us, Lord, and our brothers and our sisters with us having to move towards that next hope goal. That's not struggling, Lord, but that's moving in destiny. So I just thank you for what you've done here tonight and for speaking so clearly and for the fruit and the life that it's going to bear in Jesus' name. Amen. We're not a community of strugglers. No. Nope. And that's what the enemy has spun the lie to many, many people because they don't see their individual destinies going forward. Yeah, within the, within the, the, the defines of the, of the church. Yeah. And also the church gives this whole struggle a purpose out there in the world. Oh, uh, they got no purpose out there. Uh, There's just day at, one day at a time. Yep. Whereas we, we understand exactly where on God's time clock history is. Yeah. It is so, such a pivotal mm. advantage. Uh, we have to make to sure have. that the church knows this because I am sure the Church of Jesus Christ doesn't understand this. This yeah. is something that their eyes have to be open to. Yes, open to the atrocities that are taking place and, and God showing us that he's going to be the one to deal with this. But we need to have our eyes open to the time and the season. Yes. For such a time of, as this is the season. Yes. And, and, and again, only because of discernment from the Spirit, mm. we understand why the United States is in this struggle, why the world is in this struggle. Yeah, because it's there too. And why the church is involved in this struggle. This is the, it gives meaning to history. Mm. And so here we are. 
And we honestly should stop thinking we're defeated, the church. We're not defeated. We're, we're being placed in a place and uh, we're going to come out. But when the Lord calls it out. And maybe the church would stop preaching the gospel of me and start preaching the gospel of we. we. Yep. Amen. And I think, Pastor, um, God will use this entire you know, event these last six months to reap a harvest of disillusioned non-believers. Wow. Wow. In a world where there is no hope, the message of hope will bring in a harvest. Yeah. When we bring meaning to history, yeah. mm. there I will be a harvest. There will be a harvest. Amen. Amen. Just hit that button Amen. now. Give it a three, four times. Oh, yeah, everything. Everything and everything. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> what about the crickets? You, you want to put the crickets on there too? Let me see. Wow. Oh, wow. So good. Crickets, crickets went home. Crickets <laughs> they went back out in the field. Right. <laughs> it's morning now. God's get great. glory. <laughs> All right, guys. That was wonderful. Well, guys. Friends. I think Guys, we, I think people are sending us love hearts because they loved what we shared. Come on, oh bring them out, Lord. bring them out. I like to see your love hearts. It really helps me. Wow. Wow. It's the we, guys. See, it's, it's not us, we. it's not you, it's the we. That's what it makes it. All right, let's go to Prophetic Friends. I think that's a great statement you just made. When we bring meaning to the so to prophetic history, prophetic friends there don't go harvest. to Spotify? Pastor, you Wait. said, you, let me say this. I, I want to let that fall in me. Yeah, when we bring meaning to history, then we will, there will be a harvest. Wow. And that's why, har- that's why they're trying to do away with history. That's right. Okay, we're not going to go there anymore. Otherwise, Pastor, we'll hang stay on, there. Mistake. You can't go there. No. <laughs> No, we can't because we'll have another portals on the portals. <laughs> I've got a uh, place that I want to re- have a word of the Lord if you're ready. No, we have to do our little jingle coming in. Ready? ready I'm ready. Okay, <laughs> Jesus, just wait a minute. <laughs> the spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophet. Ooh, you know your Bible. No, I just know foundations. What, you're prophetic <laughs> and you know the Bible? Wow. I know foundations. Let's my do it. Of course, not. <laughs> Abiding's my favorite course. Sorry, okay. love it. Ready? Ready. My favorite course too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. After that segment, your mind is being blown. Well, wait till you listen to it again and again. Look, we know that you won't be able to get all these gems in one viewing, so you're gonna need to watch it a couple more times to let it land. Head on over to TorqueTV.org to watch this portal and all the others exclusively whenever you want, as many times as you want. This means gem after gem gets to blow your mind. We have unique subscription options that will suit you, so it's easy for anyone to watch. Torque TV, hit that button, baby. Prophetic friends. Prophetic friends. Where 
me speak to your Those heart. intros are too short, Shania. Listen. I'm going to make up a little time. jingle like a 19. We've got all eternity. Wow. We, give me three seconds. Sorry, let me get you a little bit more. Ready? You can hear the word of the Lord. <laughs> The dream. <laughs> what is happening right now? I support you. Can I tell you that? After their support. Okay. <laughs> you know, the team has the dream. Look, I'm all for the team destiny, but this is where I say stay in your lane. <laughs> I guess now we have to blend our album with collides. <laughs> I think so. We can't, we can't be a standalone album. What is it with people? You've got your album, <laughs> and then in Sydney they've got Wicked. Uh, what is that? It's so it's all the El- Wicked. It, yeah, they've got the El- it's it's uh, what is it? It's uh, no, don't Kim. don't mention it. Please. No, no, it's 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 uh, it's the elders of the church. It's oh, Will, please. Kim, and Diane. I think it. I think it. <laughs> oh, is that why? It's Will, Kim, Diane. Guys, I'm going to be straight with you. Those that are listening, I think it's prophetically what it is. Oh, wicked. Oh wow. <laughs> You just compared Shania and I to Will, Kim and Diane. <laughs> no, I was just saying we've got a... What is got happening? A, a, your own version here. Well, and now, now you've got, got a version. I see, now Australia, I see them. <laughs> they've got a little, you know, subgroup. And now you guys have got your own little yeah. album. Kim I says this. I am honoured to be numbered among you. Yeah, okay, guys, I close this in the name of Jesus because now you got them starting Kim up. Kim say we are very show. famous. <laughs> Finish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who else? What else is oh there? Oh, Lord. Is this Thank my you. show? Finish. <laughs> Finish. Okay. It's just good, good humor, Pastor. <clears throat> yeah, they're all doing it now. The and they're all, Kim is responding. Wicked is responding now. Yeah. Prophetic I mean, we friends. We can always do an album all right, together. Uh, I'm, I'm reaching out to East Malaysia. Wow, okay. Wow. Kota Kinabalu. There's a community there at the bottom of the mountain. How do you know these places? There's a community there at the bottom of the mountain, a community of believers, and the Lord says, I'm bringing about a unity in the church, mm. and there's going to be a thrust towards the uh, the native Malaysians in, in Borneo, and I'm going to take a harvest of the, you know, the, the native people of Borneo, mm. and they're the jungle people, the, wow. the people that you have been um, experiencing resistance from, says the Lord. They go, I'm going to turn their hearts to, to my glory and to my grace. And and you're going to see a lot of these communities that are isolated by the jungle and by the forests. Uh, the Lord says, send in teams again because the harvest is ready and you will see miracles and you will see demonstrations of my grace beyond your wildest dreams, says the Lord. Amen. Wow. Wow. What was the name of the town? Kota Kinabalu. Can you say it again? <laughs> I don't just, I'm Try. just flabbergasted about Try. how they, they the call Lord it gives Kota you Kota for short, but um, it's Kota I know Kinabalu. that you know, you know, you know a lot of geography, Kinabalu? but the Lord Kota really gives Kinabalu. you specifics. Oh, Kinabalu. Really gives you specifics. It's very, very powerful. All right, mm. Shania. All right. Um, I have a word for a young woman in South Dakota. Mm. Mm. I don't think we have that area yet. Let's have a look. 
We're having a look and I'll give the word. No, nope, not yet. So nope. prophetic. Go for okay. it. Okay. Laura says, my daughter, you've been wanting to jump ship because you've lost the vision. But I will now show you a ship for you to be on that will mm-hmm. prepare you, that will lift you, that will encourage you. And that's for a short time and for, before I trust you with the serving, before I trust you with the giving. I want to build you up because you are my precious daughter. And I want to give you that vision that you've been asking for, says the Lord. So one day you're going to ask for that person's name, aren't you? Oh, we're stepping out like that. Yes. Yes. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. Well, we're going all over the world tonight. Um, I have a word for someone in Spain. And I believe it is a female and the Lord would say to you, my daughter, um, the season of being hidden, you've tried to toss aside as one of being a punishment season. Mm. And the Lord says to you, I'm hiding you to protect you. Mm. I'm hiding you to preserve you, to prepare you. And so the Lord says, just like Esther, I will put out the scepter and you'll know when the time is to reveal yourself. But now is not the time, says the Lord. So stay undercover, stay covert, <coughs> but, and don't let the fear of life and the fear of missing out make you step out prematurely to make yourself overt because there is a trap in stepping out too quickly. So stay covert and I will let you know, I will not leave you empty-handed I will not leave you empty-handed, says the Lord. Mm. We'll have a, ter- a word, and this can go all around the world because mm-hmm. it's no one place. It's for the body of Christ, for the church of Jesus Christ. And this word is from the Lord, and he is uh, putting every person in their place. And I saw a vision of a table, and he's it's like he's asking people to stand up and sit in their place. Don't sit in your place, but let him sit you in your place. So when you come to the table, don't put yourself at the head of the table. Be grateful that you are on the table, mm. the Lord says. And he is rearranging his church. And he is now placing his church in a different place than before. The Lord says to you, my church, the work that I do will last. Mm. The, the work that you do won't last. So the Lord is rearranging his church and it will be what he wants it to be, a corporate body of Christ. And I have to add to that, this is for the leaderships of the church. Wow. Well, guys, <laughs> this has been a poor towels to chew on. So true. 
but hopefully you guys get encouraged. Yeah. I'm encouraged. Sunday. That means our destiny is going to come real quick. Right. And we can get rid of the lie that we're alone in this. Mm. That's another thing the enemy tries to say is that you're alone in your vision because no one else understands it. No one else is going that way. But the Lord has been, especially over our church, releasing a lot of, you know, first steps to destinies, to business. But we're all going together. And that in itself is encouraging. So, listeners, I hope that you take this all back to the Lord. Yeah. Um, really chew this on. And also that was said on the previous Sunday, a Sunday just passed, that there was grace yeah, to see that. these things. Yeah. yeah, There was grace to talk to the Lord about these things. We were talking about anger, but I'm sure the Lord is, mm. is still giving grace to help us kill these things. And that's my prayer. Amen. And I hope it is yours. So until next time. Bye-bye now. Bye. And to our Portals Live family, um, I mean, just, wow. What the Lord did here to pour into revelation upon revelation. Incredible. We'll see you next time. Um, this will be available for you to re-watch on Talk TV and also listen to on Spotify in the next 24 hours. If you are a part of Talk New York, our cell groups will be portaling on this tomorrow night. And uh, if you're a part of Talk Sydney, the cell groups will probably be talking on it tonight as yeah. it's Wednesday night there. That's why Is we it? had no. to do it. No, there's no, probably next week. Okay. So um, whatever God's doing, I mean, just I'm going to listen to this one like three or four times because there's a lot in it. Any last words, Pastor? I, I think that um, uh, we uh, can take this in and uh, the word of the, of the world and the word of people at the moment is open your eyes, open your eyes, you know, wake up, wake up. But you can't really wake up and stay awake if there's not a redemption story to it. Otherwise, you'll go back to sleep again. Come on. Oh, Jesus is the Lord of all. Where is he? And I want you to know mm. this portals tonight gave you a story of redemption. Amen. God bless. We love you. From the Cassis bye bye. headquarters in New York City. House. <laughs> I don't want to say that. You don't know who's watching. From the Cassis headquarters in New York City. Be blessed. Be blessed. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Portals Podcast. We hope you were encouraged, uplifted, and challenged to go deeper in your relationship with Jesus. To get the latest episode, don't forget to subscribe to the Portals Podcast either via iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or your talk app. Why don't you go ahead and share this with someone that you know needs to hear these life-changing truths that were revealed today. Or you can even tell us how it affected you by leaving us a comment or a review. We look forward to being with you again shortly. Until next time, God bless.